Welcome to the Pro Tips Podcast, brought to you by Noodle Pros and Inspirica. We are the only podcast that provides expert tips from professional test prep tutors, education consultants, and education insiders. I'd like to welcome Dan Edmonds. Dan has been a test prep tutor for over 20 years. He has tutored hundreds and hundreds of kids, and he know he has a lot of really interesting um, thoughts about test prep that he's come up with that I've actually never heard before. So we're going to talk about have I hit my score ceiling? In other words, when do I stop? And what if I'm not going up? Do I just keep trying? Will I get, you know, 10 more points on an SAT or one more point on an ACT? So Dan, welcome. Thank you. All right. So what are your thoughts about score ceilings and students? So, you know, I think I, what I shared with you that, that I want to share with everyone here is I have what I call my 80-20 theory, which really relates a lot to this idea of score ceilings. And the 80-20 theory is that for most students, there are obviously going to be exceptions. You get about 80% of your score improvement in the same amount of time that it's going to take to get that last 20%. And so when you're looking at this idea of score ceiling, when you're looking at this idea of should I stop, if you kind of get if you work hard and you get a big improvement and you, you're just going for that last little bit, you should be aware of the fact that that last little bit could easily take you just as long as that big improvement you got in the beginning. Wow. And you should sort of have that in mind when you're making that calculation of do I push forward? That is very interesting. And so how do you, okay, so that's great. So how do you judge, do, do the tutors know the top 80%, I mean, I mean, how do you figure that out? And also, what is the sign of hitting a score ceiling? Or, or you know, what, just what are your thoughts about it? I know there's no specific answer, but what are your thoughts around it? So for, from my perspective, and I, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. When I start working with a student, after two or three weeks, I have a pretty good idea of, of sort of what we're aiming for score. And, and I always tell students to set, I tell them set three goals for yourself. Set the number that you're gonna be happy with, but not thrilled with, kind of that like the minimum happy number. Then you set the, what I call the reasonable goal that you're gonna be pretty damn happy about. And then you set the, the dream goal. So for ACT, for example, I try to keep these goals on ACT, for instance, say a couple points apart. So a typical set of goals for a student might be a 30, is the minimum happy number. A 32 is your realistic goal that'll make you pretty damn happy. And a 34 is your like, yes, goal. And in my experience for a lot of students, and, you, and I might end up adjusting those goals a little bit as we learn more. But for in my experience, most students, the 80% aligns pretty well with that middle goal number, right? Oh, and the pursuit of that holy crap goal is often something that's gonna take a lot more time. And so I think a good tutor almost knows from the get-go, uh, after maybe three or four hours of working with a student, what that 80% number is probably going to be, what that number that's, that's the almost there, but not like getting every little, little last drop of blood from the stone. Um, I think they know what that number is almost from the beginning. I've never heard anyone say that. I think that is brilliant because what it does is psychologically, it gives the student three scores, not just the yeah. dream goal because if you're just going for the dream goal i would think that all you feel is failure yeah and look 
one of the keys, I think, to, to being successful as a tutor in this business, but also to, to making your students happy with the outcomes, is this management of expectations, right? And so from the beginning, I've laid out for them these three numbers. Um, and, and, and by the way, I don't lay them out. I shouldn't put it that way. We, we decide together on what those three numbers are. Um, and they buy into it. And then we share it some of the time with the parents. Some of the time we don't. It depends on what the student wants to do. Um, then, uh, then, then we have a set of goals that they're almost guaranteed to at least be not unhappy with. Right. And, um, and I think it makes the whole process a lot more manageable. And I always tell them, you know, I, I joke with my students, sometimes we'll hit that minimum goal faster than I anticipated. And I'm like, okay, we're adjusting your goals. And I'm like, because I'm greedy, I always want more, right? right. <laughs> and there's always that scope creep, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, so. the flip side, so, but the flip side of that is this idea of the plateau, when you know when they've hit a plateau. And, um, and again, an experienced tutor knows. And some of the time, the question that I'll pose to a student, if they hit a plateau and I think there's more improvement, right? What I'll sometimes just say is, is look, we're at a plateau now. It's hard to predict exactly how long it will take to push through it. I think we'll get through this and you'll get a higher score. And, you know, but if they're at a place where they're pretty happy, I'll say, but it may take a while and you might just be happier. If you're happy with the score, you know, move on. Let's wrap up and move on. Well, I Versus, also you know, you're at a plateau that's going to be really hard to push through. Right. And also for the parents, I mean, no one wants to hear that a student has plateaued, but the truth is if a student really has plateaued, they need to know the truth and then they need to know how much it's going to cost and how much time for that 20% and decide exactly. whether then they can, then you're being really honest. And I think that's what a great tutor does. So thank you so much. That, that was really interesting. This minimum reasonable and dream goal. I think that's fascinating. Thank you. So thank I, you I've... so much. Yeah, it's great. All right, Dan Edmonds, if you'd like to work with Dan, and I think you would love working with him, he's at noodlepros.com. So it's noodlepros.com, and you can find him right there, and uh, I'm sure he'd be happy to talk to you. So thank you, Dan. I hope we'll be talking again on another podcast. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me here. Thank you for listening today. To learn more about Noodle Pros, Inspirica or our guests, reach out to us at 844-663-9484 or noodlepros.com or inspirica.com. This is Lisa Jacobson wishing you happy learning. Come back next time for another Inside Expert and even more pro tips.